Glory to Jesus Christ and Happy Father's Day. I think that it's great that on this day, when we somehow acknowledge the role of fathers, that church offers us this gospel about calling of first apostles. This is something that is good fit and always I wished somehow to have this gospel reading on Father's Day. Sometimes even I had, to, I had temptation to somehow not to be obedient to liturgical like the schedules and to switch gospels, but then I always put this temptation aside. Because this calling which we, about which we heard in gospel, it has a lot of, to, to do with Father's Day. Christ was not only calling this man to be apostles, to be his followers, but he already knew what kind of role they will play in the life in the church. Those men heard his calling and they left everything. It might seem to us easy, but it was not easy. Especially when we realize that they were not just simple fishermen. They had this family company, we would call it today. So it was like social status was high. They abandoned their family company just to follow this stranger who called them. For sure, it was a result of God's grace which worked in their souls. But at the moment, there was no really good explanation, logical explanation to, to prove that it is the correct step they made. Probably others, their friends and family members, at the moment they saw them, that they are crazy, that they are not wise, that they lost their mind. But the truth is that they followed that inner voice which called them to follow Christ. And in him they found real life. It was not easy. They followed him in poverty, in difficulties, in persecutions. They followed him even he rebuked them many times because they were not able to understand what he is telling them. But in the end, after Christ's resurrection, after Pentecost, they understood their role. Christ called them to become these leaders of church which was born. Those who will preach, who will spread this word of salvation among nations. Yes, they had to go through this preparation they had to spend this time 
information with Christ and then to be prepared for this gift of the Holy Spirit and then to start to do the vocation God gave them. And if we go through centuries, we can see like these holy church fathers who were spiritual children of these apostles. They became heads of local churches, these bishops. And these bishops then became spiritual fathers for others. And it, it is coming to this time. This is how God wished that. He called. He gave these vocational apostles. They called others and others and others. And church was spreading. And this is, in this we can see God's will. Actually, we can see something from the beginning. You know, we can see that Moses, Abraham was called to go to far country. He, he even he didn't know where to go. And he took a stick and he started to walk in front of his family and others who followed him to go to unknown territory. Moses was that one who was called to bring freedom to chosen nation. So he walked in front of this nation and he led them from Egypt to promised land. Well, we can make an objection he was not the best leader because it took him 40 years, you know. But well, there was other reasons. And now, in the church we see the same. I was touched when uh, Bishop Milan Hautur, Bishop, former Bishop of Kosice, when he was, during his intronization, he made one change which I liked very much. Usually, when we, when bishop used to come over, so you remember that there was always procession. In the beginning was cross, then altar servers, then priests, from the youngest to the oldest, and then bishop in the end was coming. And we see all time. But Bishop, but Bishop Milan Hauter, during his ordination, he changed it. There was a cross first, and behind cross, he walked, then priests, then altar servers, and then others. What he, what he, why he changed it? Because he wanted to stress this his role, that he is that one who goes ahead of people God gave him to care. It was so powerful for me, and he kept this, this way during all his bishop's ministry. And it was always encouraging somehow to see that and to understand this symbol, that he is that one who shows the way. 
And what we see oh, in this hierarchy, we can see even in the life of saints. If we read life of saints, we see those monks who reached huge, like this holiness, and we see that they were those who were in the front. They led, even they didn't want that, but they naturally became these leaders who were followed by their disciples, men and women, who were attracted by his life or her life and tried to imitate they how this saint lived. But they were ahead. So let's but let's go to down from this wide look at church. Let's go to that little church, which is family. The same principle applies there. The same principle applies there. Father is that one who is called to lead the family. Who is called to give live this intensive inner life with God that he is open to inspiration from above and and to go with courage and with some kind of boldness to the unknown territories where God's will leads him. He is that one who is responsible for whole members of his house, for the salvation. He is responsible to, and he and this responsibility calls him to show correct way, to lead, to provide, to sanctify. So his leader, his priest and family, is that one who shows correct way. And we know that this is difficult role. There's something what is not easy we know that it requires like a lot of strength because we cannot give what we don't have. If fathers don't have virtues, if fathers don't have spiritual life, if fathers don't have intensive life, inner life with God, his children usually don't have this. For sure, mothers are doing wonderful, tremendous job in this, but in the end, you know, it many times goes to this disappears because this role and example of father is really important. There is a famous actor and songwriter in Slovakia, and he has a very funny song. He's singing about, the song is about little boys. And he's singing that well, that moms, they do whatever they can to turn these boys according to their wish. And he said, but in the end, 
they always turn and follow father. It's difficult to translate, but there is something there and something that is not undermining like role of mother, but something what is, I would say, in our spiritual genes. How it was arranged by God. And we can see this principle there. And now we can see that we hear this news. We are talking about a lot of bad things. What is happening, crime and bad behavior and how oh, many other things. And many times we can hear this is why because father is missing families and well it is generation but it is it is not applied to all cases but there is a piece of truth there big piece of truth and this is why we see so many crises because this role of leader priest and that one who shows the correct way is, was abandoned somehow in this, <coughs> in this world. And there are many difficulties because of that. I heard, or actually read, that Vatican is going to publish or some kind of this dicasterium, dicasterium of our congregation all time is going to publish some kind of new instruction which will demand a longer preparation for marriage because they say well young people are entering to marriage not correctly prepared or well prepared I was reading that I was thinking that well this is good it's not bad but start this formation even one year before marriage is too, too, too late. You are not going to change these young people who are only 20 or between 20 and 30 to change their way of mind, to form them, to... It's important to start after birth. St. Telfan de Reclus says, Christian raising of children starts at the moment of their birth. And he adds, oh, there's more, but he adds one thing that will of parent is the lawful child. Because through this parent prepares the child to obedient to God. And through this, children are formed well. And we have to take it seriously. There is one story which was said <coughs> by Saint Gregory the Great Pope many centuries ago. He was, and usually he wrote a lot of stories uh, from his time or the people he knew, or people who lived in his, in, his, in his time. And one of the stories quite horrible. There was a father who had a son. A father loved 
the son very much. It was, the son was everything for him. He loved him so much that he never tried to correct him. So that happened that when son started to, to talk, to speak, he acquired nasty habit. He was swearing and blaspheming God. But ne father never corrected him. So boy was growing in, in this way without correction. When, when he reached six years, a plague touched this area where they lived. The boy got sick and he was dying. Father was holding hands and he was seeing how life is going out from body of his son. Son was crying and swearing and blaspheming God. And this swearing he breathed out last time and he died. And St. Gregory explains that, well, this happened, God allowed that. To give last warning to this father, because this father was heading to Gehenna, to hell. Not as a, some kind of simple sinner, but like horrible sinner, because he neglected good raising of his son. It was tough to read. It was very tough to read, but because I thought, but how many, how many children go this way? How many parents go this way to, to hell if they don't take care of this life given by God to their hands? When they allow them in this foolish love, which allows to do to to enter all passions to the souls of children. But on this story is one interesting thing. Mother is not mentioned. It was not said if she died or she lives, nothing. And it was puzzling me a little bit. And when I had discussion about this story and I said, well this is this role mother is missing there, why mother didn't try. And the, the answer I got was, it is simple. Mother is not mentioned because Gregory the Great wanted to stress this, this huge responsibility, huge responsibility which lies on fathers. This, this story tells only about father because it was his responsibility to show the way, to raise them. I am saying this story which doesn't fit to this celebration atmosphere, but we have to realize that. Your fathers, God gave you his children. And he demands from you to bring his children to heaven.
And if you start to think about that, you have to tremble inside. You have to tremble. It's horrible responsibility. But with God's grace, everything is done well. And it is not easy because I know Fathers, you love your children with whole heart. You are willing to give life for them. You are able to do whatever for your children. But well, sometimes we need to do even things which cause that our heart is bleeding. And, but it is correct. To love, it doesn't mean to please child in everything. To love, it means to teach and to form a child, to become holy, ready to accept eternal life. And sometimes we have to really let our heart to bleed as human in order to form our children correctly. Remember Mother's Day? I was talking about cross. That cross which mothers have raising and pain they have. The same thing is in this case. This cross is when I want my child to be totally happy, enjoying everything. The cross is when at the moment I correct the child and child doesn't want to accept this and I have to force him or her to start good formation. At the moment, your heart will be bleeding because it will be more difficult for you than for the child. I remember once uh, my way of punishment of Miran was that, well, if he did something in certain age, I told him no bike for a week. And, well, because he allowed to go to his friends. And once something happened, I said, ah, I have to tell him this to punish him. No bike for a week. And then I realized, well, his friends they are going there and they are doing vacations and he will be not able to go there because of that. Maybe I should change it to do something or to forgive. Really, I, I was fighting in my heart for a long time. It was painful for me to make decisions. But in the end, I made the decision. I said, well, you did that. Look, there were rules. No bike for a week. And he was said, okay, no problem. I said, well, I am suffering for like hours preparing to tell you, to punish you, and you accept this with this easiness. 
Sometimes it is this way. Don't think that God's grace don't work in hearts of your children. And if you are a little bit tougher, don't think that they will be just protesting. Many times they will understand correctly what you mean, what you want from them. But still it is difficult. But I want to give you one perspective. When you get old and you look back to your life, I will tell you the biggest joy you will have will be fruit of this cross, of this pain information. When you will see your children, grandchildren, probably even older generation, and you will see that they became good, holy people. So then you will see the fruit of that bleeding of your heart when you were trying to form your children. And you will tell yourself, this was the best thing I have done in my life. So I wish you to see this fruit of your effort. Don't be afraid. God calls you today like he called apostles. He called them and they left everything. They left comfortable way of living. And they followed him. Today he calls you all fathers to follow your vocation with fathers. It means to go out from some kind of comfortable sphere, space, when we just want to please children. To go to not comfortable space when we need to form them, what is sometimes difficult and cause their hearts are bleeding because we love our children. But don't be afraid to be that leader who sometimes needs to lead own family even through rough path to come to the goal, to come to eternal life. So I wish you courage, boldness. I wish you this fear of God from which everything good is born. I wish you this desire to grow in own relationship with God. May you are able to give your children, your family, the best direction, the best guidance.